I'm here with christmaslights.io. It'll get you some Christmas lights. No, but tonight's going to be a fun night. I guarantee you we will have a lot of fun. I have a good friend on of Sam. I actually got to do a ride-along with him. Um, the picture that I put of us in front of us was the ride-along. It was last week. And he is out to do $600,000 his first year. But that's his goal, right? That is his goal. And what do, we, we, what do I always tell you? We got to have goals, right? Be had goals. But you know what? He might make it. And if he gets to half a million, then he's done well. But he's already at over 150000 160000 This is November the, the 8th. Ninth, and we're Ninth. just just at the season of getting to the busy season, and so we're going to have a conversation here tonight of how he's done it. What are some things that you can do to be able to help your business? And as always, I hope to give you all some gold nuggets um, so that you can start grow be successful um and nathan put 20 12 hours and here's the thing about sam also so nathan's is a young entrepreneur he's at like 21 22 years old and guess what sam started early and he's not much older than you he's still in the 20s 18. huh yeah 10 years 18 we've had been in business 10 years i started when i was 18 with a business partner awesome so sam tell me just a little bit about who are you where are you from and that kind of thing yeah, so my name's Sam, live in Indianapolis. I mean, my guy services, we do pressure washing. Uh, our niche is the multifamily communities. Uh, and this is our first year in the Christmas lights, and we're, we're balled deep and rocking and rolling. And I forgot, that is right. Um, uh, Nathan was actually at the class that you were at. He was the young kid with the, yeah. the one kid up in the front is who he is. So he said he had a 12-hour day and a $5,500 day today which is awesome, right? Nice. And so that is definitely, I forgot that you all were in the same class. Um, so um, so you're out of Indianapolis. What made you decide, let's go back. So what made you decide to get into Christmas lights? Man, I've been wanting to do it for the last four years, but you know, we just never pulled the trigger. I wanted to supplement, I hate gutter cleaning. Gutter cleanings this time of year here. Absolutely hate it. Tons of callbacks, bunch of headaches, low tickets. It's a, it's a hustle. So I was like, man, we changed. We added three new services this year in August. Concrete ceiling, gutter guards, and then Christmas lights. All three high-ticket services to raise our ticket average, which was the big goal of getting into the Christmas lights. I mean, So you started ticket. out, you started business 10 years ago. Has business always been just amazing and great and making a lot of <laughs> money? Or was it been a little bit of a struggle through those years? <laughs> struggle man struggle i mean i'm still struggling shit it, it, you know it ain't all rainbows man uh you know having a fleet of trucks sucks at <laughs> sometimes shit breaks you know you, you gotta go over that i mean it is what it is but you know i ain't gonna quit right and so with that what are some things that as a young entrepreneur what are some things that could help somebody to try to um, overcome some fears or overcome the naysayers naysayers i don't care about them i don't think about them at all i mean they got a bunch of haters good for you you gotta uh, love your haters right yeah you know it is what it is like when we did that commercial <laughs> we did that commercial during the tennessee georgia game all my haters so knew that i got a bigger dick than them is how i looked at it 
<laughs> regardless of that, whatever, you know, whatever. But the big thing I would I would say is, you know, never quit. I mean, shoot, there's been many times that I just want to walk away and say, forget this. Uh, you know, yesterday was, I mean, I don't wish an hour of my day on anybody. At least one hour of my day is super stressful. I don't wish on my worst enemy. But I ain't going to quit. You know, I got to push through it and, you know, get it done. So what? Um, so you started Christmas lights. One thing I liked about when you started Christmas lights, what was when you started to do this? What was the, one of the first things that you did when you started your Christmas light business? Yeah, I paid two grand and brought my operation manager, my assistant operation manager, my office manager to you guys' training instantly. Uh, I mean, I wanted everyone to get trained. I got told I'm never I'm only billionaire I met. He's like, man, we spend millions of dollars on training. You need to spend more on training. I was like a month before that, and I was like, all right, spend the money to get everybody up to speed real quick, get them on the same page. And we didn't know anything, but by the time we walked out, I mean, we could put a house up. I mean, it, took, it struggled a little bit, but we knew how to do it at least. You knew the basics and all of that. And, you know, one thing that I always said that, you know, if we're going to make money, you got to spend money and not just in training either. And I even told you that if you're going to hit the 600,000, you're going to have to spend 50, 60,000 dollars in marketing. And so we're going to hit a little bit about marketing. So <laughs> what all have you done for marketing wise to be able to get to the 150, 160 that you're at right now? So I yeah I'm yeah crazy. So Google loans like six grand, Facebook's four grand, uh, the TV was seven grand. I wrapped a truck, bought another truck that was like ten grand all in. Um, yard signs I spent another four thousand. Uh, added a couple part time guys to distribute yard signs and door hangers. So four thousand um, in yard signs. How many yard signs for Christmas sites is that? I mean, I bought concrete ceiling, gutter guards, and uh, Christmas lights. I bought, I think, like 2,500 Christmas lights. So 2,500 money bushes out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love seeing them. I, my friends, my friends, they'll, they'll snap me all the time. Like, man, I just can't stop seeing you. And plus, I'm dialed in on my own personal and Facebook, too. You know, I mean, we're posting. Last month alone, uh, we had 197 posts. Nice. Uh, I mean, absolutely just crushing it on that too. So let's hit on, let's TikTok, back up a all little, that. Yeah, yeah. Let's back up a little bit because we talked about this when we were on a ride along with you. And um, what happens when you get in a war on yard signs? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> so my guy mob lost the lost the war. I would say the battle. We lost a lot of battles. <laughs> you know, whatever. You know, shit happens. Uh, you know, the guys, this was a couple years ago. We no longer, I mean, I'll put it next to somebody. I don't care. I mean, it is what it is. You know, they're going to snap a photo. But my thought is, is now if that's what's on their yard sign, I'm going to tell my SEO people, I want to rank organically number one for what's on their yard sign, because then they're going to Google it and then they find me. Yeah. That's my and, thought now. And and I've been in a war before um, or a battle with yard signs before. Um, of someone accused me of taking their yard sign, and then it was on like Donkey Kong at that point. Um, and yeah. you know, it, it's one of those things, though. I've actually seen it's the statistics that it's actually better to have two yard signs, they're going to take a picture, and that way they can call both. Um, and nine yeah. times out of ten, the other person isn't going to answer their phone, um, uh, because right. that's just the way it is, they're not going to answer their phone, and so this is some things that, um, you know, the whole Pepsi Coke, um, it gives them that option, instead of 
pressure washing and no, it's pressure, it's Christmas lights and Christmas lights. And which one do I pick? Um, so, you know, those are definitely context. Some- so they, they stole the, I got my sign stolen first though. Like I ain't going to say I started the war, uh, but I, I dove right head in. Yeah. Yeah. And so but that is definitely right. some things that, you know, we got to pay attention to and, and do, but you know, and, and the other thing is being consistent and relentless. I mean, you're being relentless yeah. to put out 2,500 yard signs. That's relentless, right? You know, when I talk about being relentless, that's what I mean talking about relentless. Cause it's not easy to get 2,500 yard signs out. And, um, the, the, the word of the office for the last 60 days, the, the word that I, I like preach is intensity. Everything we got to be intense. Every, we got to be intense with everything we do. Uh, relentless. I mean, same thing, but the word I use is intense. Like we're in your face. We're aggressive. We're going to take it. We're not waiting for it. Nice. Nice. But yeah. Another thing that you did too, is you built relationships right out of the get go. You actually sent letters to a bunch of your competitors to see if anybody wanted to buy them. And you know, that's huge because you actually made a good relationship with Fred by doing that. And you wouldn't have made that relationship. And I remember when Fred was telling me that you were coming to the class, he was kind of leery. Fred don't like competition. Fred thinks everybody's out to get him. And Fred thinks that, you know, he's, everybody's just going to take over his business. And Fred worries about everybody else. And that's the least thing you need to do is worry about everybody else. Um, that's the dumbest thing you can do. You know, I teach high pricing, you do high pricing, right? And you push that high pricing model. And is there people in your area that do it cheap? Well, I guarantee you there is, but there's other ways to do it. So I have never done, tell me a little bit, because I've never actually did a TV station. Tell me how that worked and how, how, how has that been, um, how that helped you out? Yeah, so the the producer guy reached out to my roofing email. We have a roofing company, so he reached out to that company, and I was like, "Man, we're not interested in the roofing. I want it for the Christmas lights. Let's email me on this email. Let's talk about it." So he set me up. Uh, it's a what eight week campaign. Uh, it's one point one million impressions that was guaranteed, plus a thirty, 30 three minute segment on the live television, like a live interview, uh, <clears throat> which. I mean, from that, we got like 12 leads. I mean, I paid for the whole thing right there. Uh, but the real kicker with the, the TV has been they bumped us from the political ads that all were going on and put us on the, the game, the Georgia-Tennessee game, at the second quarter and the third quarter. And I kid you not, I got 76 leads in 24 hours. 76 leads that I closed $43,000 on. And it was absolutely insane, like, I'm not going to like, you know, preach to everyone, go spend seven grand on TV because that's what the results would be. Uh, I did build a relationship with the sales guy. I mean, the guy loved me. They're like, man, uh, I told him they didn't even give me a job. Honestly, uh, I'd love to be on the TV all the time do my pro tips. And, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, the TV has been awesome. Uh, we really got lucky with that, but I mean, it was, my phone literally seized out during the game. I answered a couple calls, and you know, people would just tell I was all high energy. Like, yo, you saw that too? How freaking cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and then I you know turned back on the call for it and got him over to Mary, and then 
they went to our website and that that's where majority of the leads went to through our response with instant quotes uh which was great because we didn't lose any leads we followed up with every lead uh by the end of the day sunday with a personal email with a personal quote and uh put in the sequence for follow-ups on them too so uh everybody stepped in cynthia got right to work mary clocked in on sunday put all the measurements so we can bang out all the quotes with the photos uh we didn't leave the office till about eight o'clock on sunday but everybody was sent and come monday it was forty three thousand dollars that's crazy. Yeah, it was insane. Like, uh, we had 441 unique visitors to the website. We had, um, <clears throat> what? Yeah, I think that was a big one. We had, like, 200 people start the form, didn't finish it. So now they're on our social media and Google, Programmatic, and all that other, you know, ad stuff, you know, um, getting retargeted. So and, then you can yeah, track them and retarget them and retarget ads at those people. Yeah, I'm all over them. I mean, there there's what three sequences that we have on uh, online for ads that are just follow them all around. Like some really funny ones that draw them in, and then the second ones like the call to action or like pitching pitch the stress to them kind of thing. Uh, so we're we're dialed in on that stuff. Nice. So. That's pretty awesome, right? That's pretty uh, amazing um, that yeah. you were able to hammer down and, and just hammer down, right, and do different things. Um, you know, and that's one thing that I've always preached, right? If You've got to spend money to make money, right? You've got to get yeah. the phone to, to ring. If you can't get the phone to ring, it, it you're just going to be broke. Um, and you know, a lot, and this is back to the same thing I always preach, right? You can go buy a bunch of equipment or you can go buy and get your phone to ring. And, and that's the most important thing, right? It don't matter what it is, whether it's Christmas lights, whether it's any, you know, pressure washing, we got to get that phone ringing, um, because it's a numbers game. Do you know about what percentage you closed on that? Not a clue. I mean, it's been so busy. Uh, I haven't even looked at the numbers. The only numbers I look at are, the number of leads uh, and the dollar sold. That's the only two things that matter to me and then my average revenue a day uh, at this moment. And so you said you... I could call it if I wanted to. I could find, I could get the answer, but I ain't worried about it. I just need to know what we're selling and how many leads we're getting to kind of look at it that way. (laughs) So how is it that, um, how have you been... So obviously that's a big transition going from doing pressure washing the Christmas lights and you know, you got to make sure you're ordering right, which I know you called me a couple times. You called Fred a couple times. Um, but what are some things that you didn't realize by having this much influx of business, the things that it would take to get all these up and get the, uh, get it from actually the customer journey, right? Get, get the leads in, get the quotes back out and then get the lights up. Yeah. So the one thing is, you know, at the beginning, I mean, we didn't close anything. I mean, we did, but I mean, it was a, it was hard selling in October, uh, early October. That is, I mean, it was price shopping at that point. Um, so like we got all the pain in the ass ones out the way now, like the ones that, you know, they negotiated, we hustled, you know, they might've got the better end of the stick, you know, good for them. Uh, but now it's like, all right, this, that's, this is what it is. You know, you want it, let's go. If not, all right, I understand, you know, I'm just, I'm not scared of money by any means. Um, so 
but yeah, I guess that's on the, the sales side. The, the production side is making sure we have all the materials. Like we bought one of the deck systems for one of the trucks to test out, which has been awesome. Like our main truck that takes three guys with them. That's on like, you know, massive commercial jobs. Uh, that way it's fully stocked. And then we've rotate the to go boxes that way at the end of the day, uh, they're in Spanish and English. We've, we've translated those two. Uh, half my team's, you know, all my leads are bilingual, which is awesome. Um, so we've done that. And then making sure, you know, we have 50% more than what we think we're going to need is the big one. Um, because you don't want to be on sites and, you know, you forgot something stupid, which it does still happen. But that's where we're overstaffed to, to fill that gap. Like, you know, someone needs something out. Don't come back to the shop. Call somebody and someone will bring it to you. Right. Right. And that's tough, man. So, it, the, I think that's probably when you start getting and putting up big numbers like that, that's the hardest thing is making sure you got enough on the truck to get it done. Yeah. No, and we bulb. Uh, so at the end of each day, you know, uh, we bowl probably 400 feet, 600 feet, thousand feet a day, uh, pre bulb them. Um, that way they're all ready to go. I mean, shoot, last I checked, we had a mile pre bulb. That's a lot of fucking, that's a lot of lights. That's a lot of light. <laughs> so are your guys getting faster at installing versus, you know, oh. last week when I was up there two weeks ago, they were still struggling a little bit. Are they getting a lot faster the more they're putting up? Oh, big time. They got their final reprimand, like, written up warning, like, hey, you know, shit or get off the pot. Like, this is what it is. Like, you see the new blood here. Uh, if you want to stay here and be full-time employed, let's let's do something. Uh, I'm about to have a cop roll up on me. I'm in a school parking lot, so if he says something, I'll let you know. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, the guys are definitely faster. They're doing three... Uh, one of the trucks did four installs a day. Uh, we measure it by the bulb. That's how we're learned to schedule. That's one of the things we've learned is learn how to schedule like a hundred bulbs. We put an hour on it, uh, 200 bulbs. We put it two hours and you know, I go up from there, uh, right. 300 bulbs that we got bridges and stuff like that and pitches. We'll, we'll budget three, three, four hours. It just depends on the, the ticket. And if you throw trees and things, that's where it takes the time is the trees. Mm -hmm. uh, we got a contract for 54 trees next week and uh, we had one house that we did yesterday they probably had 20 trees that they got alone really yeah he got me good on price so <laughs> he's, a, he's a he's a car salesman so I fed his ego and I was like hey man you, you look like you're good on camera you know you you I want to shake the man that negotiated well with my wife <clears throat> Uh, but I need to negotiate with you now. So I need a video testimonial and a five-star Google review once I'm done and you're shitting on the whole block out here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, man, no problem. No problem. <laughs> then, I gave, then I gave him one of the cigars. I was like, man, he also looked like a cigar guy, so he gave him one of our cigars. Now, your wife does what with that? Uh, she owns a cigar company. That makes it easier to give away cigars. Um, for Christmas yeah, time, yeah, for yeah. your Christmas, for your people, huh? So tell me something. Another thing you did as a marketing thing, um, which I think is pretty cool, is doing something with a big red man with a big white beard. Tell me a little bit about that and how you kind of <laughs> came up with that. So, I, 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 you know, my mother, uh, every year I get a photo with Santa Claus. It's like her Christmas gift. 
And in 2020, when, you know, the world was crazy, you know, you can't go to the mall to get pictures with Santa. I had the, the spark of an idea like, man, what if there was like a delivery Santa kind of thing, like to your house, set it up in a park. I don't know. And <clears throat> just put it on the shelf. And then this year, you know, wanting to charge high pricing, knowing the market, market sat, sat, uh, saturated here. I was like, how am I going to stand out? What, what am I going to do? And how, how am I going to sell this emotion uh, to the clients? Because I know if I get the kids locked in and like they expect Santa to be at their house, I'm, I'm gold. I, I mean, I'm gold. I mean, they're, they're telling everybody. I, I look at first year, you know, it might not be super crazy. I mean, some people don't want it because their kids are grown. But I know year two, when that story comes out after Santa and Mrs. Claus visit their house and their neighbors are like, what? You got Christmas lights and Santa came to your house for your kids? Like, it's just going to absolutely blow up. Absolutely blow up. Which... The, I got I got a handful of Santas, professional Santas, and uh, we actually just did Santa's workshop here, and I negotiated with Santa for three hours of work, so I'd call that a win-win. Let me ask you this question from this person here wrote, people are broke this year. What do you think about that? <laughs> they ain't broke. They ain't broke. No, I don't believe that at all. I mean... Yeah, markets are different depending on where you're at. I'm not going to say that, but, you know, they, they want to complain about money. You know, say, you know, you want to be rich, you want to look rich, be rich. I've had many clients. I had one, one Venezuelan guy. He's like, I want to show off my house to all these people, but I only want to spend X amount of money. I'm like, well, you want to look rich, so be rich. <laughs> you want it like that? Let's get rich. I'll make it, I'll make it magical. But if you don't want to pay for it, dude, this is the price. Right. Yeah, there's other people commenting. They ain't broke. <laughs> yeah, they ain't broke. No, Nathan, tons of money. Out Nathan there. Wright, dude, people are spending more money than ever. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, we have we have we have a we have a residential client. I, I threw it in the chat. I threw it in the group once, and everyone called me bullshit, lying, no freaking way. Someone spent ten thousand dollars on Halloween, but this guy just did eleven thousand for a freaking Christmas. So I'll post it on Sunday. I mean, on uh, not Sunday, Friday when we when we do the. Oh stuff. wait a minute! He Ten said grand, one house. He put not in liberal cities. Actually, Indianapolis is a liberal city. It's liberal as hell. Yeah, <laughs> a bunch of bunch of softies out here. And actually, when you get into the higher end clientele, most of those are liberals, and that's the crazy part about it. I like, don't ever ask. Don't care. Yeah, Talk I don't care what brain. your political situation is. I just need. I just want your money, right? Right. I mean, we Indian Hill is the big one here in Cincinnati, and it's right in the middle of Cincinnati, and it's where all the rich people is, and you would see all the Democrat signs going down through there. And I didn't care. I would pull right in their driveway, and I take their money just as good as they can take mine. You know, that's right. exactly. Cough, cough. Colorado, Seattle, those are two huge markets, huge markets. Tons of money there. That are tons of money that – if I ever started a Christmas site business, one of those two cities might be one of them because there's that much money in both those areas. And they're both. Yeah, I got a buddy in Colorado. Yeah. I got a buddy in Colorado that I've been talking with helping him get his stuff going. Yep. Which is funny. I was like, dude, you know, this is my first year, right? Like, you know, <laughs> I'm still learning a lot of this stuff too. Like the guys asked for like advice on like, how do I hang this? It's like, 
you know, I'm not the expert just yet. <laughs> I'm still learning. You just got to use your brain. <laughs> USA contract and put red and blue both spin green. That's right. Um, so last week we talked to Ken. Ken Madown was on here, and he was talking about um, how he used text a lot. Like he don't even talk on the phone much. He does everything through text. And so um, this is Gerson here. Um, he's like, and I'm pretty sure this is him. He sold sixteen thousand since Friday through texting. Um, right. It's, oh, yeah. it's all in different ways of selling, you know, and a lot of people, they don't like talking to people. they like to text. And as long as you can get your, your saying through and all of that kind of stuff. So, so what we do, the text, if they don't answer, what we do is we go on, build it out through the holiday concept site and be like, Hey, this is Sam, your custom design guy for Christmas lights. I went ahead and made a custom design for you. We throw everything on the damn photo, make it absolutely beautiful. And we put, what do you think? And then we get an instant response from people. Oh my God, that's exactly what I want. And then well, and there, even what he was saying, he don't even put design their house. He just shows up a picture of, Hey, this is what one of the houses looked like. And that's getting the responses back of actually oh, a wow. real house of a picture of what your house could look like. Right. And so it's even right. simpler. So I'm not spending that five minutes, easier. 10 minutes to do, sit there and do the design. And then one thing that I liked what Ken was talking to, and this is actually might be something that you might want to do is, is like, if anybody does go to voicemail, it's Santa talking to him. He did a voice recording of Santa doing the voice record, yeah. right? And he's talking yeah. through Santa. And then he does some couple little videos that he texts to him, um, YouTube videos. That is Santa talking in the background of what all we do and how the services work and all of that, right? And so there's definitely ways to do stuff. There's more ways than one to skin a cat. And that's the thing I love about Christmas lights, right? Christmas lights... It's, it's, it's a great time to be creative because if you're just going to do the same thing and sell lights, you're not probably going to do very well at the end of the day, right? Because that's not selling the emotion. Like Ken was saying, he has people calling his phone and tell him not to answer because they want to hear the, they want their kids to hear Santa talking about it. And, and I'm, to I'm totally stealing that. I'm totally stealing that. <laughs> and, I'll and this, implement that tomorrow. <laughs> and this is something that I love about you too, because you can implement this in there too. So one thing that Sam does talk a lot about is you can Santa can see your house, right? Yeah. You you put so many yeah, lights oh, yeah, on that yeah. Santa can see your lights and yeah. see your house, and that's what he's Rudolph selling. Where to land? He knows where to <laughs> land. Know where to land. <laughs> right? And so yeah. that's the awesome thing about this is, is these are some things that you can do and be creative that is a, is a lot of fun. You know, um, you know, I wear my Christmas lights. I showed my shoes I've had before, right? And it's just having fun at the end of the day. And people love Christmas because it's a, it's a time of emotions. It's, you know, and that's what we're selling, right? We're selling an experience. And the more we can push that experience, the more they're going to want to buy from us. So we got a we got a cool video today. We did we did since we did Santa's house, everyone dressed up as elves. So we got a really cool like like TikTok and reel and all that video like coming out tomorrow. Uh, it's in editing right now. It's pretty cool. 
and see, that's some stuff that we could do too of talking about those videos and put those in our marketing things of, hey, here's Buddy the Elf and all his little, or here's Santa and all his elves that are doing the house, right? And then you show up with the elf costumes. That's another cool thing that you do on every house because that's going to get attention also, right? There's all kinds of things we can do to get attention. That's going to help us out and make us grow. You know, um, Paul, uh, my friend Paul, he has like, um, last year he did like really nice cups and they had candy canes in them and some, can you know, some peppermints in them. And he gave them to every customer that he had, right? That's more of the experience. And guess what? People taking pictures of that and putting it on their social media. And, you know, they did my lights and they look amazing. Did it cost some money? Yeah, it cost 50, you know, 20, 30 bucks for that. But how much more can we get for having an amazing experience from that? All right. All right. I know I went on that tangent, but I love tangents. Um, so what, what, um, so what, if anybody's just joining, what is your goal for 2022? Well, the goal is 600 grand first year. That's crazy. And I got the team and I got the, I got the infrastructure. I got the systems. I got all, I got the money. Big thing is, is I got the money to do it, uh, you know, to float that kind of, you know, rapid growth. Let's um, talk about that. So what, yeah, what, grand. What, how, what kind of money? So let's talk about that a little bit because this is something that if you're going to do big numbers, you this isn't something that you can start off with $0 and think that we can do this, right? This is something that we have to um, implement a lot of different things in there to make this happen. And so, for instance, he paid two grand for training, right? He sent himself and his two guys that came to training. What, what, how is it that, what do you mean by to have the cash flow? What, tell me a little bit about that. You muted. You're muted. Guest has muted themselves. You pushed the button and muted yourself. I bet you, I bet you had a phone call come in or something. You're still muted. Guest is muted. And I don't think I can unmute it. Oh, there he went. Hopefully he comes back. Well, and so uh, hopefully he comes back because Sam is a pretty cool dude. Like I say, I went and did a ride along with him. Um, and so with that ride along was um, really cool. Um, are you doing any more classes in Indy? Not this year. I won't be, um, but maybe next year. All right, there you go. Yo, so sorry about that. The money was calling me. Uh, I had a phone call. That's <laughs> so. Let's talk a little bit about the the cash flow and stuff like that. Yeah. So cash flow. I mean, every week I'm ordering twenty grand of materials. It seems like. Um, Commercial jobs, you know, floating money that way. I got seventy grand out owed on accounts receivables. Uh, payroll ran this week. That was twenty grand. Um, I mean, I still got standard operating expenses too, and I got a marketing budget that's, you know, fifteen twenty grand a month. You got you got to be able to, you know, sack to to float that. Yeah. And it can be tough a little bit, right? Where are you, do you kind of, you probably don't know your numbers of profit margin, where you're at for that, do you? 
Yeah, I do. I'm at 18% this year, and then year two and three, I'm going to be at 82. Nice. <laughs> I'm selling all three-year leases. <laughs> uh, this is that number. Those numbers I do know. Those numbers I do know. I don't like I said. I don't you know forget the close rate and all that right now. Those numbers I do keep track of because I I can't go broke. Right. Uh, you know, trying to you know do all this. I mean, you got to make money. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, that that's. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, we have a very large credit line. Uh, I have the roofing company is you know a supplemental income too. If I need to have money from that. Uh, to do a loan from there if needed. I mean, no, if we're gonna, to do those numbers, yeah, that is what it is. And that's $20,000 a week in payroll, right? No, no, no. Or two Ten weeks. Grand a week. Ten grand a week. Ten grand yeah. a week. So that was two yeah. weeks worth of payroll. Yeah. Yeah, so $10,000 a day, 20% is my, my, my labor cost on average. I mean, a lot of times it gets down to 16, 16, 18, but just I round that up because my marketing's at about 14%, uh, materials at 42% right now since it's our first year. Um, so that those are how I'm gauging everything. Yeah. You could probably bring your material costs down if you shopped around a little bit, but. Oh, uh, you know, I got, I got to show love to Fred out here. I got, I got, you know, I got to give him a little Christmas money too. Yeah, twenty thousand dollars in lights he ordered each week. Yeah. So I mean, but here's the thing, right? You're you're making money off of it, so you're not doing cheap pricing. You're not doing the four or five dollars a foot because you wouldn't be profitable at that point. You'd be under. Yeah. You would be upside down, and so that's how you make things work, right? Right. My bank. My banker. I have to call the banker every time I make an order. He's like, you're really ordering that many lights again? <laughs> I said, I told you. <laughs> yeah, so I, this guy's probably just came on. What What do you do after Christmas lights to keep your guys busy? Pressure washing? Yeah, so pressure washing is our main business throughout the year. I picked up a contract for uh, snow plowing this year. I have three plows that we're going to be doing. It's our first year in that, too. Uh, we added, yeah, four services this year. Um so, I mean, I only want to keep on, like, my, my key guy, key guys, I guess. I got three guys I really want to keep. Everyone else, you know, I, they all know what it is uh, that, you know. Let's talk about that because a lot of people struggle with this. This is something that a lot of people struggle with is hiring seasonal, right? Hiring part-time seasonal work, you know, through the through this time. Let's hit on that a little <clears> bit. How – how does that? How do? How do? How do you handle that? Well, I got a cheat code. I have thirteen roofing crews that I mean, that work for you during the summertime on the roofing side. Right. Yeah. I mean, I have a cheat code. I mean, it's all built into the ecosystems we've created of finding people. Like, if I need to get people, I I call it the my guy militia. I can call on and get twenty guys and tomorrow morning and it's what 10 10 9 30 right right and i have like yeah i mean that's that i that's not normal i mean not people many people have that but at the same time i mean our indeed we still run ads on indeed we spend five bucks a day and we get maybe seven leads seven applicants a day 
we're constantly, you know, shifting through those, doing phone interviews, seeing who's who and, you know, tell them what it is. And, you know, yeah. And if someone's, if someone's great, they're a rock star and they don't, we don't have work for them in, you know, end of January and February, I'll give them two, three grand and there's their, you know, that covers their bills and they're happy that they're relaxing. If I need something that time, right. got them on call. Right. Exactly. We've, we've looked at other options like bank rolling overtime and uh, stuff like that. And that's just too much math to me, man. I mean, I could do it, but too damn busy to, you know, my, my admin's too busy. I mean, with other things and Cynthia is too busy with other, I mean, it's just too much stuff to, you know, keep it right. simple. Um, how much are you, perf- how much is he preferred? <laughs> it depends. You got a three-year contract or no three-year contract. Right. You're, are you around eight bucks a foot, eight, five, eight, yeah. or about seven, eight? Depending on the pitch too, we'll go up to 10 feet. I mean, if these pitches are like eight, 12, nine, 12, 10, 12, 11, 12, 12, 12, yeah, shit. There's access fee to that. I mean, my guy's got to go slower. Uh, we actually, I created a loom video on that today for the sales staff that, Hey, these are the things we're looking for when this stuff happens, you know, charge more. I mean, we can get it like that fraternity that I sold you. That's a what? 10, 12, 9, 12 roof. And that's up there. That's three stories. Right. That's not an $8 a foot job. You know, you, you know, yeah, no, you put that up because if someone's going to do it, they got to have the insurance one. Right. I mean, we're, we're, we can, we did the four story courthouse in Franklin. We have insurance for that. Um, you can't do things like that until you get big. No, that yes and no. Yes and no. I get that. I mean, I was telling you, Jason, that when I was talking with you in the office, like, you know, I was scared of the money and, you know, being able to float that kind of money. But I can't have the staff I have if I didn't have the income I did either. I get that 100%. Let's talk about something that you wasn't always like this, right? This wasn't always your mindset. Um, you were a broke pressure washer for a long time, and then you kind of started the business. Yeah. But what are some? what's one thing that you did that has helped you grow to get to this point yeah so we flip-flopped our hiring system i got some advice no i'm not going that you invested in yourself how has that helped you by investing in yourself investing myself you know playing the long game not the short game i mean constantly networking meeting people going to trainings betting on myself each and every day that you know this shit's scary with the christmas lights i mean shoot i was 70 grand in before November and I'm looking at 70 80 grand and just sales like I'm flip-flop and his first year you know we're having a hard time with the sales because everyone's you know nitpicking saying they're broke and don't want to pay shit it's scary but at the end of the day you know I always bet on myself and you know we have a team now that I can depend on and you're also in a coaching program, too, that's helped you get to where you are, too, aren't you? Yeah, I'm in the Conquer program, and my business coach, Elaine, is a boss. 
And so how has that helped get you um, thinking as a business owner versus as an employee? Business owner, organization chart, roles and responsibilities. I'm great at systems. I can implement and do automations very quickly. I'm quick on my feet. I don't wait around to execute. I believe in speed over execution because speed means I implement it and then I execute it over a time by tweaking it as I go. I think that's the biggest between being an employee mindset that you want it to be perfect, but shit, nothing's perfect. I'm still tweaking everything that as I progress. Well, and it's like what they always say too, right? Fail fast, right? Because we learn yeah, from our failures. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. We weren't doing the three-year leases at the beginning. We were doing like, pay. You click this button, you get fifteen percent the second year and twenty percent the third year. It wasn't selling, and then we had a conversation. It was like, all right, forget that. Increase the prices. Sell the three-year lease. Make it get down to the dollar for you know linear foot that you need to be at. And it's just rocking and rolling. Just leverage that 20% discount. I mean, it is legit 20% discount. We've had clients get two grand off on, you know, that alone. And good for them. Great right. for me. <laughs> so the one thing I love about what you're saying here is I know Lee Baker said he was talking to you. Lee literally called yeah. me this past Thursday and was talking to me about starting Christmas lights. And on Friday, I was in Dayton showing his crew yeah. how to put up Christmas lights, right? And he had already started it. a website, had me do the AdWords, had Facebook ads going, had bought 300-yard signs, all from Thursday morning to by the time I was there on Friday. Um, and, right. you know, he actually drove to Indianapolis twice to get materials so that we could be training on there, right? This is what I'm talking about execution. This isn't, well, am I going to do this? Am I not going to do it? Right? Just do it. Now, both you and Lee have capital. Both of you have, you know, things that could you have capital be able to behind it. And, you know, by time, by time Friday, Lee had already spent almost 15 grand, right? And so easy. 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 Quick to do it. You know, but at the same time, we did his house. We did his um, his son's house, which is right next to the football stadium. That the the big game was going to be that night. And there's a forty foot tree, and he's like, "Jason, can we do that?" And I'm like, "You go get the lights, and you yeah. get a lift, and we'll have it done." And guess what? We had it done by Friday night. Um, and talk about execution and getting it done, right? And he's already got a bunch of marketing stuff ready to go, and he's hammering down with the marketing and trying to figure out all the systems. And he's already figured out the follow-ups, and, you know, he's he's just taking action and making things happen. Right. No, that's so, huge. I mean, yeah, he, he texted me, yeah, texted me Thursday. He's like, yeah, I'm getting into Christmas lights. Well, <laughs> tell me what you know. I'm like, you know, I'm the, I'm, I'm the figuring it out myself man <laughs> he's like cool me too man i'm, I'm in it <laughs> and here's the thing about lee lee is an introvert like he don't say three words most of the time right he he's just very quiet he's just you know i've been in bbb with him for two or three years and i've may have had one or two small talk conversations with him oh wow 
So, but, you know, fail fast and learn from your failures and keep moving. You know, if you read any leadership books, and, and I'm big on that, you know, um, of talking about leadership and stuff. And, you know, it's one of those things that if you're afraid of failure, it's going to be hard in business because you, you're going to fail. You're going to screw up stuff. Your guys are going to screw up stuff. It's going to happen. Um, have you been in business for 10 years? Have you ever screwed up anything? Yeah, we had we had an instance yesterday. The truck broke down. Um, we didn't change the spark plugs when we needed to, so it broke down. Within an hour, we went to the car lot that one of my guys, Gustavo's brothers own, picked out a minivan. It was a van. No, it was not called a minivan. It's a work van with a ladder rack. The shelving and all that i'm like yeah we need that one put a dealer dealer deal dealer plate on it still had the for sale sticker on it we took the bitch out in an hour after the truck going down finished out the jobs for the day <laughs> like you know shit's gonna break but it ain't gonna break me right right but it's fail fast and let me keep moving forward right i mean yeah, and, right. and we're consistently learning right that's if we're if we're afraid of failure it's going to be hard. And here's the other thing, too, guys. It ain't got to be perfect. When you started your Christmas site, was everything perfect? No, it's still not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we went, And we're working on it. Every day we have a sales meeting. Every day when there's a sales meeting that goes on to talk about that day's goals, what, who's doing what, you know, because we flip-flop on the rotation, you know, figuring out who's doing what. Like, if you got new leads, if you got Facebook leads or instant quote leads, who's doing the follows from the leads from the day before on the phone calls. Um, all sorts of that stuff has to be going on. Uh, and then also adjusting pricing. Also, yeah, printing out photos. That's a big one we're going through. Making sure the guys are ready to go, knowing what they have to do each day. So they're in and out the door. I mean, it takes us 45 to an hour to get out the door, just getting everything in, in the trucks that need to be there. That's That's the thing that we're struggling with uh making sure we don't forget things right um and then an hour that's something we're working hour on we're working on that very hard and an hour not getting out the shop is costing you a lot of money at the end of the day yeah i look at it i tell my guys every hour you guys are here it costs me 300 bucks that's mm -hmm. in payroll right yep and so you know that's one thing i always try to do is load it up at night or have or pay a guy because I can pay a guy a lot cheaper than $300 to have them all ready to go for the next day. Yep. You and know. right now, I'm the guy. Right now, I'm the guy that is kind of being more of the general manager on that side of things since, you know, I know what they need, get it organized. I'm like OCD like that a little bit. Like, here's all the extra stuff you're going to need. Because uh, I'm seeing it on the back end. That way, they're trying to get out faster than we can. So... Tell me, I know you read books, and I always like to ask people, what's a book that has helped you um, grow your business or a book that gave you a aha uh, ha moment in business? Aha moment was Rocket Fuel. Finding your true integrator. I'm a visionary for sure, uh, but I have ten like tendencies of an integrator, but I need a, a true integrator, and I have that with my guy Gustavo. He's... I can give him my vision. I can give him my crazy $600,000 plan and he can go out there and I can go sell this job in Franklin with these tree wrap jobs that we've never done for a city. <laughs> and we can go out there and freaking kill it because I got a true integrator that can lead the team, the, the army, 
while I can create the vision and build it out from there. Let's talk a little bit about that because you're talking you're talking stuff way out in left ball field for a lot of people that are on in this conversation here. And so, you know, this is actually, I'm going to be bringing this up in my mentorship group in a couple of weeks. Um, I'm actually going to bring a guy in for the disc program and talk about this stuff. What, what do you mean by what, what do you mean by integrator visionary, that kind of thing? No, we call him the maestro in Spanish. That means the teacher. He's the teacher. Everyone goes through Gustavo. Everyone me- meaning Gustavo, it, he's the alpha of the garage. I, I don't want to, you know, I can do it, but I get stressed out out there. My mind's going 100 mile an hour out here. I got 50 things. I have ADHD like most business owners. So I let him handle that. You know, that's his role, uh, making sure everything's being done, followed up on operations-wise, clients are happy, dealing with the callbacks, dealing with the questions in the field. Uh, I don't want any phone calls from my guys. I mean, I, I tell them I'm the last one you call. And he is, because he's my the integrator, he's the first person that they call. And an integrator is a person that's good with systems and putting things into place and making things happen. Yeah. A visionary Correct. isn't so good at that stuff. In fact, they suck at it usually. A uh, visionary usually is a person that has a vision. They see the big, they see the big picture. Um, an integrator actually don't always see the big picture. Um, and that's kind of where a good visionary and a good integrator can work well together because this person's seen the big picture and this person is like, all right, let's put this down on paper and we're going to put it in the systems and make this happen. Right. Yep. Yep. 100%. And that's what he does really well, especially when it comes to the, how to do the installs. I mean, he's, he was showing me things out there yesterday that I was, when I was showed up on a job site. That I, you know, how to, you know, how we, they're wrapping the trees, like mm-hmm. the canopies and stuff, how they're doing those and how they're putting on the, you know, the C7s on the pine trees and stuff like that. Uh, my, my system, my system size is like sales side, you know, admin office, that sort of thing, where his is all operations. Right. I mean, he's, he's, he's the alpha of the garage. Uh, integrator and visionary are a perfect combo. Yes, sir. See, Nathan, thanks for all the help, Jason. I'm going to sleep. Ha ha, talking about visionary and integrator when you were talking about that. (laughs) Oh, get out of here. Man, these last like four weeks, I have, I sleep maybe four hours. Uh-huh. <laughs> I go, I go, look, it's funny because Gustavo and I will come in, you know, like when we did the Franklin job, doing those, that night job. And, um, I came home, I, I dreamt about Christmas lights, putting lights up, selling lights, seeing lights. I came in, I was like, man, I can't get away from these damn lights. And he's like, wait, you dreamt about Christmas lights too? <laughs> let's let's talk about one other thing here on the sale side of things. I, I actually yeah. watched you do a sale um, of, yeah. a, a, of a place. What, you know, the, it's one thing that I always talk about, right? God gave us two ears and one mouth to shut up. Um, and so I watched Sam do a, a, a lead or try, he sold a thousand dollar job on a little mm-hmm. bitty, on a little bitty, um, uh, storefront. And, you know, he literally said maybe five words, right? <laughs> I did probably five. You said more than I did. <laughs> I said probably 10 and he only said five and I'm not even joking. <laughs> And he sold the job, right? How? Why is it? Why is it good to keep our mouth shut and let them talk? 
because they're gonna tell you what they want. You know, they're 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 telling you all the emotionals. They're, they're telling me the adjectives to use. She kept saying magical, and I kept responding with that. Oh, that's beautiful. So magical. It's gonna look excellent. I love it. And oh yeah, she sold herself. Like she knew what she wanted. I had what she wanted. I solved her problem. And I mean, you we were laughing. I bought those kid the the kid books. I spent fifty bucks to make a thousand. I said, dude, that that's a win right there. Yeah. Yeah. It was a toy factory for context. It was a toy factory, like a right. toy store. A little toy store, <laughs> little boutique toy store in the middle of yeah. in the middle of nowhere, Indiana. Yeah. And he ended up selling a thousand dollar job off of it by keeping his mouth shut. And that wasn't the first job. That was actually the second job we went to because the first job, again, he kept his mouth shut and let them talk. And guess what? Yeah. That's that's the whole goal of this, right? You keep that your client mouth... that sent, sent us five more jobs too. That dude did. Oh yeah, that dude loves us. I actually I got his snowflakes. I got a client. I got extra snowflakes. I'm about to make his wife Christmas. He don't know it yet, but yeah, I mean he that dude he was a boss. I just let him talk. I mean he was a big boss. I mean and, he's a big baller. And he knew a lot of people. Pat McAfee was a homie. Uh, he knew that he's a homie of the CFO of Simon Malls. Like, yeah, I'm going to shut the hell up and just, you know, guide the conversation of how I want it to go because that's what I'm plucking away on. And then flip it when I need to, you know, hit the kill switch of, all right, sell this right now kind of moment. So that's pretty awesome. So if you were the new guy starting all over, what's some words of encouragement? Words of encouragement? Man, there's sacrifices and everything. You better have a partner that's down with it, man. Uh, my wife, she gets it. She's on my team. Uh, it is a team. You got to have a team. Without a team, you're nothing. If I didn't have a team, I couldn't do this shit. I'd be running around crazy, pulling my hair out. Uh, and then, you know, paying yourself first. Pay yourself first. That That's my biggest one. That we did that not with my guy. We didn't do that right away. We didn't start paying ourselves with my guy right away. Um but our roofing company, we started paying ourselves right away, even when it hurt. Uh, because if you have a business and you're not making money, why are you in business? That, well, I think, that, that, that's the that catch. Point. That's that, that's the catch that people get on. Like, oh, I'm doing this for the bigger end goal, and I'm gonna do all this and that. If you're not making money, you're not making money. That's cool. But how you gonna eat? <laughs> <laughs> ramen noodles is so cool for so long you know sitting on your mama's couch is cool for so long uh, if you're not making money you know and being relentless being intense going after it figuring it out you know maxing out credit cards if you need to because you know it is what it is if i go broke i go broke right. i ain't scared i'll start right. again right all right. Well, I appreciate you coming on, giving some fire. I hope somebody learned something and take it and run with it and make a million dollars off of it, right? Um, so thank you for coming on, Sam. Um, Sam, you can go check him out. He's got My Guy Services. He's on, his last name's Elst, uh, E-L-S-T, um, but he's got a TikTok of Sam or My Guy Services, um, and that's kind of what all everything goes through is my guy services. So he does all kinds of stuff. He does pressure washing, concrete sealing, gutter guards, uh, does it all. And so do it all instead of my guy, do it all. 
Uh, but he's grown a business, and he's going to do over a million dollars between pressure washing and Christmas lights this year. Um, so that is awesome and amazing. So thanks yeah. for coming on, Sam, and I appreciate it very much. See ya. Right on, Jason. Hang thanks on. for having me. Hang on.